Hello, beautiful souls. I don't even know why I did that, to be honest. It kind of just happened and came out of my mouth. But you read the excitement really right. I was, I'm so excited to be back here after two weeks. Um, really excited for this podcast episode as always. I mean, if I'm not excited about any of my podcasts, then like what type of, you know, enthusiasm and excitement would really be, um, on these podcasts. Anyway, my brain just like went somewhere else for a second and then words were just coming out of my mouth. I don't know what was happening, but this episode is a, I'm going to be taking you guys for a journey in a cave. (laughs) It's not a meditation. So please do not like get all comfortable and think that like you're going to be diving deep into whatever. Um, I'm really just giving a a beautiful analogy that kind of just came to me a couple weeks ago and I was like, oh my God, I have to share this. Um, It's an analogy about the healing journey and what the healing journey is like. So I feel like the healing journey, the healing journey, I feel like it's like I hear it everywhere. And then I think about, like, my younger version of, like, myself, and I think, like, if I heard that, like, would I even know what the hell that was? Like, what what is a healing journey? Okay, like, you think, okay, you're healing, but, like, people don't know exactly what goes down and how everything kind of just unfolds and just, you know, as you get deep into a healing journey, there's so much shit that happens that, you know... I feel like it's not really talked about a lot. And I thought of this analogy and I was like, shit, I got, I have to share this because I really want everyone to be, to get a better understanding and even a visual here, an understanding of like what it feels like going on a healing journey. Um, I have no idea what, what people think about like what people's thoughts are of a healing journey. <laughs> I know what people's judgments are of people who are like in the spiritual community and like the crystals and like the hippies and like tree huggers and stuff like that. Like, you know, there's a lot of judgments of that. Um, But all those people are mostly on the healing journey. So I can assume that some people would judge on the healing journey anyway. So here's my analogy. I'm going to explain at the end. Make sure you you stick around for the end because I'm going to be explaining at the end what everything represents. So picture you are out in the wilderness and you come across a cave or a tunnel, whatever type of visual you want to create. All you have on you is a backpack and a flashlight. And you look into this cave and it's completely dark. Like you literally see nothing. Black. You see no light at the end of the tunnel. Nothing. But you decide to approach it and go in the cave. So you shine your flashlight into the cave and that's how you can see. So you start walking, you journey yourself into the cave, the black hole, and then you come across like a really, really dirty patch in the cave. It's just a mess and you want to clean it up. So you see, okay, there's some tools over here. Why don't I grab some tools and, you know, whatever it is that you need to clean up this dirty patch. And, you know, it's, it's a huge mess. You're doing it all on your, all on your own pretty much, but you do it. And, uh, with the help, of course, with the tools and whatever, you know, tools that you have to clean it up and it's all cleaned up. And then you see like crystals and gold and it's just beautiful. And it's like, holy shit. 
like, good thing I cleaned this mess because underneath this mess was just beauty, pure beauty. So you embrace it, you enjoy it, and then, you know, you're all happy, you feel really good, you just cleaned up this mess. Um, you know, you grab a couple of the tools that you liked and then you keep moving forward. So you continue to shine your light on, um, you know, in, in the tunnel, in the cave, and you feel really good. You just, you know, you're just trotting along, you're walking, you're just enjoying yourself, and then you come across another dirty patch. You're like, what the fuck is up with this cave? This is a weird cave, right? So what do you do? You grab whatever tools you had and you start cleaning that shit up. Um, and then again, you see some other tools laying around and you're like, oh, okay, well, some of my tools aren't working to clean up this dirty patch. So why don't I use these different tools? So you clean it up, you clean it up. And then you notice like, man, this is like a really big mess. This is even messier than the last one. It's just taking me a long time and you're getting a little frustrated and you want to give up. And then, you know, at some moments while you're cleaning up this dirty patch, you even like sit down and you're just like kind of taking a break and you're very frustrated and then you motivate yourself and you get back up and you start cleaning it up. And then um, as you clean it up, you just, it's, it's, it, you see the beauty that's underneath it and after you're all done cleaning, it's just, you, you look at everything and it's like, wow, this is even prettier than, than the last mess that I cleaned up and what was underneath it. So you just sit there and you just embrace the beauty and, and what, what you did, the, the, the mess that you cleaned up, it was, you know, it was completely covering up this pure beauty of crystals and gold and just shininess and you shine your light on all of it. And it's like, holy shit, what a breath of fresh air. It was worth it all. It was totally worth it cleaning up that mess because of the view that you had. So I can continue going down this tunnel. I, let's just say instead of me going through each dirty patch, let's just say that you continue to go down this tunnel. You don't see any light at the end of the tunnel. All you have is your flashlight and the tools, the tools that you either have, the tools that you're collecting, and you just continue to go down this, you know, cave and you just continue to see these dirty patches and you continue to clean these dirty patches up. So without going down that route a million times, I think that you all get pretty much the gist of what's going on here. So let's break down what everything means. On a healing journey, what I just explained to you, this is what everything symbolizes. So the cave in the tunnel that you go down is your subconscious mind. And everything from birth to the right now, this present moment, is basically just stored in your subconscious mind. Now, we're really only aware of 10 to 15% of our emotions and feelings and even memories, but our subconscious mind remembers everything. So what your subconscious mind and, and the darkness of that represents the shadow work. The shadow work, you know, the, the reason that you don't see the light at the end of the tunnel, it's not that there's like not good in the, it, it's, it's about the moment. It's about each moment, each time that you, you know, clean up whatever mess, you know, you feel really good and you're not really focused on like the end because you don't really know when the end is because it's 
85 to 90 percent of your subconscious mind there's a lot of shit there's a lot of beauty there's a lot of good and bad and whatnot so the shadow work is basically you know shining a light on the inauthentic layers and versions of ourself that we carry so the flashlight the flashlight is like kind of like two things in one. The flashlight represents your surrendering to the healing journey and willingness to keep moving forward, but it's also your free will. So, you know, as I explained, you know, the, the, on, in the tunnel, you're holding the flashlight and you look forward. You can choose to continue to flashlight forward or you can continue to flashlight backwards. Um, you can choose if you want to continue on this healing journey because you have free will and that's also what the flashlight represents is your free will now when i you know ever since i was a young girl i was always embarking on some level of self-improvement and healing just because I, I i was obviously born to do this so i just been doing this for most of my life once i started my spiritual awakening that's when like the the deeper work the deeper shadow work as i started going deeper into the subconscious mind I started to, you know, do even deeper work and I did, I had a lot of resistance, you know, part of these inauthentic layers of yourself, the trauma that you experience, these, these negative experiences that shape who you are and, you know, that's stored in the subconscious mind, they, you know, you, you're, you're going to have defense mechanisms. Like I would go to therapy and I would just be like, I don't really feel like talking about my emotions today, so I'm just going to be funny and make my therapist laugh. <laughs> That was like literally my goal. I'm like, I don't feel like focusing on my emotions. So it's, you know, you're, you're just distracting yourself and avoiding. I'm, I was practicing avoidance. I didn't want to, you know, it was sometimes because sometimes the emotions are just so heavy and so hard to process that it makes it hard to move forward. And, you know, with our egos trying to protect us, they're protecting us from the good and the bad sometimes. So the flashlight is your surrendering. It's your free will. It's you allowing yourself to shine a light on your shadows. So this is, you know, how you embark on the healing journey. You choose how far and deep you want to go. Um, you choose what you want to shine, how much you want to shine light on. Now, the dirt and the mess. That represents the inauthentic version of yourself. So this represents, this is your trauma. This is your repressed memories. This is the shit that has developed your inauthentic self, for lack of a better word. So I think I've mentioned this in the past. And whenever I talk to other people outside of here about like healing, I always use the, the onion. And I, I gotta, I guess, I'm not thanking Shrek for this because uh, ogres have layers. Like that's essentially like... <laughs> that's just essentially like it just works so well but you know onions do have layers and I think I picture the core of like the center of the the onion to be our true soul who are our true authentic self and then as we get older it's like we just add layers upon layers upon layers and, and we just become so lost that we don't know who the hell we are so you know it's it's that type of shit those that in, inauthentic self and, you know, once you clean up that layer of your inauthentic self, why don't you, once you heal this trauma or, you know, a specific situation that just really affected you, you know, whether you consider it a trauma or not, um, you see the crystals, you see the gold, you see the beauty, you see a layer of who you truly, truly are. And 
that's just what I'm saying. But the layers of the ego, what I, you know, going back to my intro for this podcast, it's, it's that layer, those layers, you're shedding away those layers as you go through all that dirt, as you continue to move forward through that dirt. And listen, some messes are going to be bigger. That's because some traumas are going to be bigger than others. And that's why sometimes it gets very frustrating and very hard to, to work through because it's painful. I mean, I literally, as I've gone through like the dark night of the soul on on this kundalini spiritual awakening of the twin flame journey, like I literally was laying on my floor just crying and I would be like, I don't even know why I'm crying. I'm just crying because I was, my body just energetically was releasing things that had to be released. And because I had surrendered to this journey, I'm like wholeheartedly in this for the long haul. You know, the day that I die is going to be the day that like my soul is done with the lessons and I've healed every single possible thing that I could heal in this lifetime. So that is the dirt and the mess. Um, the backpack and your tools represent your coping skills and your ability to process, feel, and release the trauma, aka your inauthentic version of yourself. So um, the reason I mentioned that you had some tools in your bag and that you had some extra tools um, outside is because, you know, we all have coping skills, but sometimes what I've learned in my personal experience is that sometimes these coping skills don't necessarily work for every single thing. I'd be like, oh my God, like I burnt out all my coping skills. I got to think of new coping skills. Uh, you know, years ago when I didn't really have many coping skills, so I would have maybe one or two and then it's like, oh my God, it's not working. So like, as you, you know, establish more and more coping skills, you just become better at at dealing with your emotions, especially the really, really heavy ones. Because on this journey, I mean, it's not for the faint of heart. You're dealing with some heavy shit. You're dealing, you're facing your trauma head first. So, so yeah, so sometimes you're going to need different tools depending on whatever it is. That's why you picked up new tools. That's why you kept the tools with you. That's why you implemented some of the tools with certain messes, but then some of them didn't work. So you wanted to choose a different tool. That's okay. And sometimes you're going to reuse them reuse them, get new coping skills. It's, you know, whatever works as long as they're healthy. Like unhealthy coping skills obviously is any type of drug, drinking alcohol, like engaging in like risky behaviors just with anything, not even just like sex, just engaging in any type of risky behavior that puts your life, your mental health, your physical body, well-being, everything in danger. Healthy coping skills are going to legit make you feel really good because when you engage in unhealthy coping skills, you still feel like shit. You may have a couple seconds, a few hours, whatever it is of feeling good, but after that, you feel like shit again. All right, so that's that's your coping skills. Each time, that's that's pretty much it. That's pretty much how like I, I broke down the analogy. Every time you release a trauma, and this is actually something that I really need everyone to know because, you know, I, I've even spoken to people who'd be going through a rough time and then suddenly like, boom, like they release <laughs> and then they feel amazing. And, and then it's, it's almost like it's, it feels too good to be true. That's what you hear. It feels good, too good to be true. I feel like, you know, how could I feel this good? You need those moments. Um, you need those moments to embrace the new version of yourself, to adjust to the new version of yourself. You need time to um, adapt the new things that you've learned from the new, from from the actual authentic version of yourself to apply them in your life and day to day. And that's what that space is between each trauma from the tunnel, each dirt, each, like dirty area. That's the time to 
you know, embrace the new version of yourself before you embark on the next release. I've been doing this literally nonstop. So like right now, it's actually been like, I'll, sometimes I go through periods of like, okay, I'm releasing. It's like smaller things where I release. And then suddenly it's like big, big, heavy, heavy um, wounds that I have to face. And it, it's, you know, it drags on. Like sometimes it'll go, I had one recently that went on for a month and a half. It took me a month and a half to really work through this and release it. And that's okay. It's going to take time. That's normal to experience those things. So, you know, never judge yourself for the time frame. Never judge yourself for, um, don't put any limits. Don't put any judgments on, on what you're going through. Just be kind to yourself. Be gentle to yourself. Give yourself the love that you need because that's how you're going to get through it. Basically, after, so how, how it works is like that space that you have between like where you're feeling really, really good, you're really happy, you're implementing, you know, the new version of yourself. And then suddenly, <laughs> this is when shit hits the fan, you get triggered. So somehow strategically, you know, source, God, the universe, spirit, like, you know, it's, they're gonna, put an obstacle in front of you, which is going to trigger another wound. It's going to trigger that another dirty patch that you have to clean up. So that's actually the hard part is once you get triggered, like, fuck, here we go again. <laughs> I mean, you really have to have a, a, a sense of humor, whether it be dark light, whatever. You just have to have a sense of humor during this because it's, uh, it's, it's very painful. But like I said, some wounds are going to take a little bit longer. Some wounds you're just going to release. Like I, I've actually, you know, I'm really glad I just remembered this. I don't even remember if I wrote it down, but I remembered that I had, um, I had a pretty significant trauma happen when I was in uh, grad school. I burnt myself out. I was working too much. I was putting way too much on my plate. And then my, you know, my schooling got compromised despite me like putting in so much effort. It didn't matter. I was burnt out. And then there was just this whole situation that happened, which is very much in alignment with the patterns of behavior, with being bullied, um, you know, with, with a, a, a couple professors. And I was holding on to it for the longest time. I knew I was holding on to it for years. This happened in 20, December, 2015. And, um, I was holding on to it for years and I didn't want to, I, I was just like, I'm not ready. It's just, it was so heavy. But as I, you know, healed and unpacked other layers that were, you know, in alignment with why, you know, with basically what happened, um, it was easier for me to just process it. So I started letting it go like organically. And sometimes you'll find that. But I had a dream about the person who just caught caused so many freaking issues in my life. She was nasty. She treated me very nasty, especially as a professional. But she came in my dream and and I just looked at her and I said, I forgive you. And then I woke up in the morning and I felt the complete release within my body. I, I literally released it. And now to this day, when I think about it, it doesn't bother me. I've, I've completely released it. It's just a memory from the past. It's not a part of the present anymore. It is what it is. It happened. And I freaking like release that shit in my dream. That's what I'm saying. Some things just happen and some things like take more work and it's, it was actually really cool. But, um, you know, as hard as it gets, keep going. Don't stop. Please, please just keep going. Don't be like me. <laughs> be like the opposite of me. <laughs> where you don't like just uh, at least that's what I was from like 2000 no I was we'll just go by age because I can't seem to match up age with year but like from 20 
223, that's when I was like, oh my God, wait, I create my own reality. And then that's, and then, you know, you know, a year or two later I had my awakening and then that's when I started the healing journey. But, um, before my Kundalini spiritual awakening, I was very much just going backwards and, and you know, re resisting the change, resisting the growth. So I just don't want to see any of you guys go through that, which is why I'm trying to use myself as an example so that you guys can learn from me. So um, a couple more things before I wrap it up. Yes, this is probably going to be my shortest podcast, um, which is nice. It takes, makes my life easier for the editing. <laughs> but anyway, so I think it's an important um, point to note that when you surrender to a healing journey and you notice yourself going through these cycles that I'm explaining to you, uh, whether it be like, you know, scattered or, or, or back to back like it's been for me. Um, you're you're gonna notice how much you grow. I mean, on a weekly basis on this on this journey that I've been on, on a weekly basis, I was noticing how much I was growing. And then, you know, it started going month to month at this point. So now it's like a month to month. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so different from, you know, last month and a couple months ago. I'm like, holy shit, I'm like such a different person. But you're gonna notice like people, places, things, they're gonna chip away in your life because you're you're no longer in alignment with these things, um, these people that you did, uh, no, <laughs> not the people, that, the things that you did and the people that you spend time with. There we go. Freudian slip. Maybe I'm having Freudian slips. Um, but anyway, so, you know, these people are, are going to, you're just not going to feel connected to them anymore. And that's okay. Like with, you can love someone from afar you can still love someone, but just from afar and just like separate yourself. It's healthy to do that. It doesn't, it's nothing, it's nothing personal. It's just that, you know, you're just not aligned with people. That's, it really comes down to that. But things too. So there's a lot of grief on this journey. You're going to grieve a lot. I grieve a lot. And I actually recently just re released, you know, grief. I, I, you know, it went, I got pretty much, when we talk about the bereavement, um, you know, the grieving stages or whatever you know, I finally got into acceptance with like a family vacation that I was at and I was just grieving a lot, the loss of that because, you know, everyone grew up and we moved away and, you know, I'm far away from the vacation and all those happy times that I had, I finally just accepted it, but it's just no longer in alignment with me. And I'm just like, you know what? I don't really feel the strong desire to even go there to visit people anymore. Same thing when it comes to country concerts and tailgates guys let me tell you I was a huge huge fan of going to concerts and tailgates and just drinking at tailgates and just like getting shit face and going into the concerts sneaking into the pit and just doing all these fun things I just no longer feel aligned to it I don't feel the drive to do it and for a long time I was grieving that but now I'm at the point where I'm like you know what I find joy and I find the same type of joy sober in doing other things so you're gonna grieve a lot from the past that's just a couple examples and also people you're you're gonna you're gonna lose people and and it's okay and people aren't gonna be able to keep up with the changes the, the new version of you um especially when you're on like the spit the fast like speed healing journey like like I've been in there are people in my life currently right now and even people like from the past that like they could they can't keep up with the new version of me that's how fast and how much you grow it's it's beautiful it's powerful and it feels so amazing but just keep that in mind that's definitely not discussed enough on any type of platform that I've seen personally, which is why I wanted to highlight a lot of these types of things on mine because I learned everything. I don't want to say I learned 
the hard way. I just like, I wasn't prepared for it. So I learned from all that. So yeah. So be prepared to grieve the old version of yourself. Be prepared to lose people. Be prepared for people to continue to treat you um, the way that you once allowed them to treat you. It's going to piss some people off because you're not going to allow them to push through certain boundaries that you now have. They weren't able to take advantage of you anymore. So the last thing I want to highlight is that um, on this journey, you're going to have times where you feel like you're taking a step back. Like I said, um, you know, in the tunnel, you sometimes you just want to turn around and flash the light the other way. It's okay. Sometimes you're going to feel like you bounce back to old versions of yourself. I recently experienced that, which is why I'm, I'm glad that it happened before this podcast um, so that I can highlight it to you. I just kind of like was operating from like my old self, forgetting that there's like you know, I, I am me, like forgetting to just, I mean, I was staying authentic. Let me, let, let me backtrack. I was acting like myself, but like energetically wise, I was expecting the energy to be the new energy that I was enjoying rather than like the actual energy it was, if that makes any sense at all. But, um, you're going to feel like you bounce back a little bit. That's okay. It's all part of the healing journey. Don't judge yourself. Just, you know, give yourself some love, be gentle not a lot of people know how to give love. It's really sad. So you have to love yourself. Love yourself first. But that's pretty much it. I hope that you guys have a better understanding. Anyone who's listening who's like new to the journey or has been on the journey and is, you know, I hope that you guys all get something out of this because I sure as hell did <laughs> considering that's how I figured everything out from experiencing it firsthand. But anyway, thank you guys all so, 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 so much for listening, the continued support. I would really appreciate it if anyone can take a, you know, a, a few seconds to a minute just to uh, leave a review or just a rating just so I can see, you know, where everyone's at, get some positive, well, get some positive feedback or constructive criticism, <laughs> feedback of, you know, things you'd like to hear or maybe, you know, some feedback of things that you like, things that you don't like. I'm open to it all and... When I say that, take advantage because I don't usually like to, I'm only, I open up that floor to people that I feel comfortable with. So even though I don't really know who's behind the screen. <laughs> anyway, oh goodness. Anyway, so thank you all so much. Please leave a review. I'd appreciate it. Also, I do have my Facebook page, Real Talk with Alyssa. I have not really been going on social media. I've been called to remove myself from social media, but Messenger is still open, so feel free to message. And also, I have my email address, realtalkwithalyssa at gmail.com. Exactly how it's spelled on the icon with no spaces, no capitals. So I'd love to hear anyone's story. I love to answer any type of questions that anyone has. Um, I'm here. Um, I want to help people. So if you shoot me an email... I'm happy to answer whatever. And then if you would like some further continued support, we can definitely discuss mentoring. And that's pretty much it. I hope you all have an amazing week. I hope that you all manifest the shit out of the portal and enjoy the full moon. You amazing, beautiful souls doing full moon dance and release that shit. Let that shit go. Actually, that's very in support of what I'm talking about here is letting that shit go. Okay, I guess I'll shut up now. <laughs> have a great week, guys.